Attention homeowners. It's not if something's going to break, it's when. That's homeownership. If your dryer, your refrigerator, or your AC and heating breaks, that's an expensive call. And who do you call? Make it easy on yourself and call Choice Home Warranty. We've already done the research and have access to 25,000 technicians that can be at your home quickly. We've covered close to 2 million homes in the United States. There's a good chance your neighbors work with us. Call us right now before the next breakdown. We'll tell you everything that's covered in your home and give you the first month free with our ironclad 30-day money-back guarantee. Call now and learn how to get your free month. 800-392-7027. That's 800-392-7027. Limitations and exclusions apply. First month free with purchase of single plan. Visit choicehomewarranty.com for more details. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern, Saturday mornings with Jim Valley, 10 Pacific, 1 Eastern, and it is Tuesday here on this show, and you know what that means? Actually, you don't know what that means, because for the first time in our lifetimes, most of us at least, actually I think all of us technically, WWE is no longer owned by a member of the McMahon family. The sale is official. It is closed. It is done. WWE has been sold. We'll tell you all about that after the break. And uh, in addition to that, it is the first TKO WWE NXT tonight. And we've got a big show, including Becky Lynch appearing on NXT tonight to take on Tiffany Stratton for the NXT women's title and more. Dynamite is tomorrow. It is the Go Home Dynamite show for Grand Slam, and we've got a pay-per-view coming up on October 1st, so we can tell you about the lineup for that show. Got a couple of ratings notes, SmackDown and Rampage. We'll have Raw and Collision coming up here later. And also, because it is Tuesday, we have got the world-famous Raw report, and there wasn't much to it outside of the fact that old Nia Jax is back. Nia Jax has returned, and she squished the bejesus out of poor Rhea Ripley. If you want to text us today, 425-780-7566. That is 425-780-7566. Brian at WrestlingObserver.com. I'm at 4W Online on Threads, Instagram, and Cameo. At Brian Alvarez on Twitter. Check it out. Back in a moment with Semper Bibi and more Wrestling Observer Live.
Can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA. The only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Call now for your free gold and silver report. Protect your IRA today with one simple phone call and learn how to qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Call Genesis Gold Group, empowering faith-driven stewardship. 800-211-6008. That's 800-211-6008. Looking for a fun way to win up to 25 times your money this football season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of statistics, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and an enormous selection of players and stat options are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Are you ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million football fans who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/byline and use code byline. That's code byline, B Y L I N E at prizepicks.com slash byline for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income, and it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. I got the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Yes, Mike Sempervivi is back, WrestlingObserver.com. And man, what a day for news it is today. A new era for WWE is officially here. For the first time in more than four decades, Vince McMahon is not the majority owner of WWE. And who was the owner before Vince McMahon Jr.? Well, that would be Vince McMahon Sr. Founded the company in 1963. It is now 2023, so 70 years the McMahon family owned 
some version of WWF, WWWF, WWE, and now it is over. Press release was issued Tuesday announcing Endeavor and WWE have completed their deal to create TK, TK, TKO Group Holdings, merged company with WWF and the UFC, WWE. Endeavor holds a controlling interest of 51%. WWE shareholders hold 49%. WWE and UFC will continue to operate independently, despite now being part of the same company. TKO brings together UFC, the world's premier mixed martial arts organization, and WWE, an integrated media organization, the recognized global leader in sports entertainment, to create a new premium sports and entertainment company serving more than one billion like mcdonald's serving more than one billion young and diverse fans and i'm sure old people as well reaching viewers in 180 countries and producing more than 350 annual live events Ari Emanuel will serve as the ceo vince mcmahon title executive chairman of the company will run the pro wrestling side dana white is the ceo of ufc we also have a statement from old vince mcmahon this is the culmination of a decades-long partnership between Endeavor and WWE across strategic initiatives, including talent representation and media rights. Given our collaborative, trusted relationship and Endeavor's track record of success growing UFC, we believe WWE is optimally positioned for future growth. You know, there uh, it's, it's uh, renewal time. As part of TKO, our focus remains on delivering for our fans across the globe as we take the business to the next level alongside UFC and Endeavor. So there you go. Do you know that the final hiring by a Vince McMahon-owned WWE was Nia Jax? That's a history segment for y'all. That's history. That's a trivia question five years from now. Who was the last person hired when the McMahon family owned World Wrestling Entertainment? Well, if you guess Nia Jax, that's the answer. Look at that. Not only the last person hired, but who was the last person standing strong on the last McMahon-only produced edition of Monday Night Raw or any WWE programming? It is the one, the only, Nia Jax. Harry Emanuel and Mark Shapiro have given an update on WWE's talks for a new media rights deal. Things going terribly, they reported. That's not what they said. Not at all. You'll be stunned to hear that they're very encouraging. Ooh, robust. Several players and platforms have been talked to regarding new rights deals. <laughs> That's the name of your new book, isn't it? We are cautiously optimistic, said Shapiro. We're in many ways being valued as a unicorn. Because we're a year-round. Oh, WWE is so full ways. calendar, sports entertainment platform, significant. There are so many words that have come Buzz out today. Words. If you're a fan of words, have mm. I got a day for you. Today, many words have been said. You know, here's more words. They've stated. Nick Khan, he's a man of many words, let me many. tell you. Robust vocabulary. He said to ESPN, UFC fighters are going to stay focused on the UFC. WWE superstars obviously do something different in our ring. But you also see in the UFC people with big personalities. Once their UFC run is done, once the UFC and the fighter says, hey, maybe now's the time to call it a day, 
Could those people have a longer life at WWE? An extended life with TKO, we think so, he said. How about extending their life by offering them benefits and making them employees? Oh, wait, we can't that's do that, That's not going to happen though. for a while. No, no. Where we want, said this fella, Lawrence Epstein. Who? Is to get where every UFC fan is a WWE fan. Oh. And every WWE fan is a UFC fan. Well, you know, nobody asked me, but I'm available for consultations mm. if TKO would like to talk. But I'll tell it to you free right now, because, you know, I like to give a lot of free advice on this show that some people don't want to listen to, but, hey. So anyway, in general, and this is not every single one of them, there's a generalization here. In general, fight fans hate professional wrestling. They think it's phony BS. They think it sucks. And in general... Another generalization. WWE fans, they don't care at all about UFC unless a wrestler is fighting in the UFC that they care about. And that's it. So if your goal is to get every UFC fan to love WWE and get every WWE fan to love UFC, this will never, ever happen. That's my speech for the day. I could go deeper, but... Brandon Thurston was the one who tweeted it. You know, right now, Inoki is just sitting down and smiling at all of that sort of stuff being He's said. probably and, sitting down and laughing. Well, that probably a little bit of that, too. But just something that you said at the beginning when you were talking about the McMahon family, believe it or not, the Capital Wrestling Corporation goes back to 1953. And it was Vince McMahon's father, obviously Vincent James McMahon and Jess his grandfather that actually started up the Capitol Wrestling Corporation. So, I mean, when you go back, you know, that family has been promoting boxing in Madison Square Garden and the old Madison Square Garden, you know, back since the the teens, the 20s for sure, back that far. So, you know, it is a big deal. I know it's been beaten to death as far as that was the last show Vince McMahon had anything to do with. And that's obviously not true. He is going to run it. And we've already heard Ari Emanuel will say he's going to stand down when it comes to anything wrestling, even though there are people above Vince on the chart. It is going to come down to Vince's word because, again, it comes down to Vince and Dana. And we've seen what's happened with Dana and a lot of things with the UFC where you might expect a parent company to come in, put a foot down, to come in and have some things happen. That hasn't been the case. It's been on the entire thing's been the Dana White show. Got a message here from somebody that says, if you really want every UFC fan to be a WWE fan and vice versa, you'd essentially have to run off a large percentage of each fan base. Basically. That's true. Yes. That's true. Yeah. Listen, there's there's uh, three pillars of this website. No offense, Mike. You know, Dave, me, and Admin Tony, who is a... Uh, po- I'm popular with all three. He's a hidden treasure. He's something. Yes. But you know what? What's that? He is a huge fan of UFC. Yes, he is. And he is never going to enjoy WWE. Ever. Never. Ever, ever. You know that I actually once got him to wrestle for the YWF? Kind of. What's the catch? Kind of. He didn't really wrestle. He got to choke somebody out? He was just, yeah, you know what he was? He was like 911 (laughs) is what he was. But that's that's the closest, and he hated every moment of it. 
I don't know how I dragged him into it. But anyway, uh, never. It will never, ever happen. <laughs> Do you realize that, that he went to London and he helped set up everything for like the Q&A and lodging and, and everything involving the Wrestling Observer Weekend? And he didn't go to the show. No. Could not possibly have. Even those 80,000 people there. He did not go to the show. I don't. You, you wouldn't be amazed. Obviously, you wouldn't. A lot of people listening wouldn't right now. But like, you can go to any high school and you think, okay, well, WWE has kind of been ingrained over all these years, and nobody on the wrestling team can really like, you know, say anything bad about WWE. They may not like it, but no, they. A lot of them hate professional wrestling. They like fighting. They like real sports. They like boxing, jujitsu, wrestling, whatever it is, and. Professional wrestling is some other thing to them. There is no tie-in like there is for us and for many of us. So, yeah, it's impossible to make all of them one. But, you know, hey, it's nice to have dreams. Back in a moment with more Observer Live. Has someone in your family lost a job recently? And now you can't afford your mortgage payment. Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495-800-788-1495-800-788-1495-800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend, and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease. 
and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. What's everyone on the chat arguing about? Whether UFC is cool or not? Well, if you like it, great. If you don't, great. Why are we fighting over it? I don't think they're fighting over it. I think it's been a lot of that. Somebody did ask about Brock Lesnar if uh, UFC thought that, you know, people in the MMA community thought he was a joke coming in when he did in 2008, whenever it was. I know he had a fight in K1, the Heroes fight before that, but a lot of people did. And Dana White kind of did. At least he framed it that way. I think he had a real understanding of what Brock Lesnar could bring to the table from a wrestling point of view and certainly from a pay-per-view point of view. But they put him in there right away with Frank Mir. The same way they put James Tony in right away with Randy Couture. Okay, if you're going to come over and do this, sink or swim, let's go. And obviously Brock Lesnar was tapped out by Frank Mir, but put on an incredible performance and Mir barely Dude, survived. if that match was uh, two minutes, Brock dominated for one minute and 59 seconds. And yes, nobody sir. was making fun of Brock after that fight. No, and the fact that he came out there and almost murdered Heath Herring, who had had a lot of fights in Pride, and was a, again, a, at the time, you know, still a legitimate contender in UFC. A lot of time had passed, a lot of miles put on him because of the stuff in Japan, but, you know, then he kills Mir, Lesnar killed Mir the second time around, and that was pretty much that. But also, Brock Lesnar is such a freak athlete as well, too. I mean, People forget about walking on and being one of the last cuts for the Minnesota Vikings and some of the other stuff that he was able to do. So not everybody is Brock Lesnar, but he was not looked at. It's not like people were, you know, throwing parades for him. There were a lot of people upset because, again, you have pride guys coming in at that time, and it's just like any other job. You have guys that are in position to take your spot. So... We have the SmackDown ratings, 2.094 million viewers on Fox, down 14%, lowest total audience since May 5th, 0.53 in 1849, which is the lowest since May, but it still doubled everything else on network television. No John Cena, no Roman Reigns, but John Cena will be back this coming Friday, so uh, that should help. Rampage, up 3%, 385,000 viewers. This featured the Young Bucks against Matt Menard and Angelo Parker, as well as two of the Grand Slam Eliminator Tournament matches. So people are still watching Rampage. Not gigantic numbers or anything like that, but uh, the show has not like become dark or anything like that. 0.13 in 18 to 49, which actually was up 20%, highest 18 to 49 since August. So we'll get Collision and Raw, presumably later on this afternoon. And uh, Collision, Collision is going to be uh, man. That ain't going to be ain't going to be good for a while. Believe it or not, a lot better than expected. I think this time around, four hundred seventy-six thousand showed it a point one five in the eighteen to forty. Oh, it's out. Demographic, yeah, that one did come out this morning. So that's up from last week's three hundred forty-five thousand. 
again, you besides football, obviously you had Labor Day and you had WWE all taking place at the same time. It absolutely destroyed it. But I mean, you got to be to me. You have to be a little bullish on this number. I know they still want to hit the point two zero when it comes to eighteen to forty nine, but Texas and Alabama nearly eight million viewers. Now that was you know. Again, that was far and away, besides the game at noon, that was the most watched football game of the day. But there was football on Fox, ABC, NBC, CBS, CW, and ESPN all at the same time. And that was over 15 million people, easy, that were watching those games at the same time this was going on. So I think this is where the number is probably going to be close to. We're going to see a lot of 450,000 numbers. It's just going to be... Can they remain over 400,000 when they have competition from the WWE? Because, again, we got a long road to, to hoe here, including big games coming up this week. But that looks like that, even more than football, is a direct clawing of, of their fan base and of their viewing. It's still not a great number. It's it's not a great number. <laughs> TJ's what... it's, it's almost like people were panicking for no reason last week. Collision yeah. doing under five hundred thousand viewers and uh point one five, that's 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 not well, what they signed up for. I mean we knew it was gonna for? be bad, but But uh... what did they sign up for? Because it seems like again the the two point thing the point two oh thing, I'm sorry, that seems to be where they wanna be. So again, they're gonna they knew they were gonna take some some heat from football and from the nba in the in the fall and the winter so they had to know this was coming i'm interested i would love to know what they actually internally really truly expected for this sure five hundred thousand is nice but again again with all that competition and it being on a saturday you know it, it's it's not the best night it hasn't saturday night has not been a wrestling night since what the the early 90s at this point Tonight is a big night if you're a fan and, and of music. By the way, music. DVR, DVR has a lot to do with that, too. And that's another thing. And unfortunately, Rampage Collision or any show, compared to a live sport or a live PLE that's going on, I mean, I'm sorry. It, you can wait till Monday. People can wait till Tuesday before they see a show. So, again, that's not – in some ways it's great. As a fan, it's great. But for them, I don't think it is. Tonight's the VMAs, which last year did 2.81 combined in 1849. It's crazy. So it's likely that that's the reason that Becky is here, not uh, trying to beat Dynamite, although they would like to. But uh, show tonight, Tiffany Stratton, Becky Lynch. That's for the NXT women's title. Number one contender match, Wes Lee versus Ely Dragunov. Tyler Bate versus Zach Seaman. Akir Tizel versus Nathan Frazier in Global Heritage Invitational Matches. Creeds versus Edris Anofi and Malik Blade, Dana Brooke and Lyra Valkyria, and Charlie Dempsey, Drew Gulak, and Damon Kemp versus Brooks Jensen, Josh Briggs, and Miles Bourne. So, like, the top four matches there, I mean, those should all be, like, real good matches. In fact, the Dragonov match and the two uh, Global Heritage Invitational matches, I mean, those should be awesome. And then uh, Creed's and Edris and Malik. That actually could be a fun match. And then I do not have uh, high hopes for Dana and Lyra. But there you go. Tiffany oh. and Becky is going to be, you know, that's going to be an interesting one because normally, you know, if Tiffany is going to have a main event for the title, 
Well, her and whoever have weeks to uh, practice that match every day at the Performance Center. Becky is not showing up at the Performance Center every week to do the match. So they're going to do a live match that they're going to set up as soon as Becky gets to the building. And uh, this will be a look at Tiffany Stratton against a main roster talent doing what she will have to do on the main roster, which is show up in the afternoon, get a match ready, and go out there and do it. So I think we'll know more about uh, where Tiffany's at when this match is over because, you know, it's not like Becky's a bad worker or anything. I mean, you should be able to have a very good match with Becky Lynch. So we shall see tonight. You better be able to if you're going to go up to the main roster, but I still have a little bit of concern over that just because she is such a blue chip star. You know she's going to be a star, and she'll be on a star on the main roster, I think, almost no matter what, at least initially. But she can't go for long periods, you know. She just has not had the experience to. And the way they script her and the way that they script things on the main roster, again, she's gotten better with it, but that's not her forte. And we've seen a bunch of women. Hey, Nia Jax was called up way too early. There have been a lot of women who have been called up way too early and then just got caught in a rut. And I hope her personality is big enough, and I hope she's able to advance enough on that main roster working with some of those women because, again, to call her up now, I just don't see the need in it. You know, you could call Carmelo up a lot earlier on the men's side and, and justified it a lot easier to me than you can Tiffany Stratton, but I could be wrong. And then Dynamite, we've got the Roderick Strong Samoa Joe match. Finals of the Eliminator Tournament winner gets MGF next week. We've got John Moxley against Big Bill in Moxley's hometown, which, by the way, the show is at 2,200 tickets as of uh, yesterday. Woof. That's about that's half about, of what they did last time. And that's only about 400 in over a week. It's been over a week, so that's probably going to be it. you got Britt Baker, Akaru Shida, Nyla Rose, and Tony Storm. And I tried to explain this to Dave yesterday, and he absolutely was not getting the point that I was making. What? Which was, at All Out, you did a finish that made Britt Baker, Akaru Shida, an easy number one contenders match. And instead, we've done the other random four-way where Nyla's in there and, and everything like that. And to me, in a company where you're just going to randomly be doing open challenge, open challenge, battle royal, battle royal, open challenge, if you actually book something that sets up a one-on-one -on -one number one, just do it! We don't need to add more to it. So anyway, Hangman Page and Brian Cage... Do you think they're going to have an invitational tournament of battle royals? Hey, they may it's as well. It's got to happen at some point. We've got Don Callis revealing his next painting. Oh, for heaven's sakes. And then we will hear from lay sex gods, Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara, who are wrestling next week at the at that big show. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the, the old Grand Slammer. There. Grand Slam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Coco Golf. Well, Grand Slam's doing. Let's take a look here. At Denny's? You are a shoot idiot. Talking about the wrestling show. Why in God's name would I be talking about Denny's? What do you think it is? Friday? Let's see what we got here. I honestly thought when you were leading with shoot idiot, I thought Lance had sent you a text. Well, he does all the time. <laughs> I don't know where it's at. Back in a moment with more Observer Live.
How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. And our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145-800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. Are you looking to sell your house? Call 1-800-SELL-FAST to request a free all-cash offer. We can buy your house in days, and you don't even have to clean or fix anything. There are no commissions or closing costs, no agents, no open houses, and no banks to deal with. Call 1-800-SELL-FAST or visit sellfast.com to request your cash offer. There's no obligation. Call 1-800-SELL-FAST. That's 1-800-735-5327. Or visit sellfast.com to get your free cash offer. Sellfast is a home buyer referral service. Each office independently owned and operated. This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8Side Network's outstanding eight-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Hear Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back on the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. So I did get the Grand Slam numbers here. Last year, the show did 13,800. So basically 14,000. This year, it is set up for 12000 and they've sold 6200 So we are uh, significantly below what they did last year. And uh, they are not lighting the world on fire in terms of attendance of late. I think that that is a fair statement. So we'll see how it goes over the next week. Although, uh, since the last update from WrestleTix, uh, they sold 466 tickets over six days. So... Uh, 
We're you talking. They're averaging 77 tickets a day, so I don't think it's going to get much above 6,200 at this rate, Man. but we'll see. Full gear. you got to aim for November. To me, again, I thought they. it felt like they pushed a little bit of a reset button. I think they have to because of the attendance. Yeah, all-in was great, but again, it's over, and those tickets aren't being distributed in this country, and you're not getting 80,000 anywhere. You're getting 800. So things need to change. People need to get hot. They need to really focus on... Again, we can talk about it more tomorrow after, or, you know, leading into to Dynamite and then coming out of it. But it's just, it's they need to, to feel troubled right now. That is for sure. All the money in the world is nice. But, again, when you're getting only 6200 and it's not like you've been in New York, and this is MJF coming home as a baby face, all that stuff, and that's all you got. I mean, I know it's tough times economically, but you got to try to get people, you got to try to figure something out here. One much to Raw. Uh, yesterday in Observer Radio, Dave noted that uh, Vince McMahon was uh, back from his uh, his back surgery leave and that he changed a lot of things on the show. But uh, the update today is he's actually been doing that for several weeks now. So this was not the first time that he had called things. And he was not there, but he has been calling in ideas and such now for several weeks. And uh, there were a lot of changes last night. And it wasn't like a, a show that was, you know, stupid like it used to be, but it was just kind of there. So the story, the main story of the show is that uh, Cody and Sammy trust Jay Uso. A lot of other baby faces do not, including Kevin Owens. And the Judgment Day is trying to recruit him into their group. So Jay comes out and then Kevin comes out and does this big speech about how, listen, I know that, uh, you know, Cody and... And uh, Sammy, you know, they endorsed you, but I don't trust you. A lot of people here don't trust you. So the Judgment Day comes out, and they said, well, we trust you. You know, you should join. We're, we're a great group of people here. And uh, Priest said, and Kevin, you know, where, where's Sammy? Like, he was supposed to be here tonight for a match. And Kevin said, well, he's not here, but I'll fight all three if I have to. And then Jay stepped in and said, Kevin, I, I'll do it. And so they agreed Kevin Owens and Jey Uso versus the Judgment Day, which was Finn and Priest. And they had a good match. And the story at the end is Kevin gets the hot tag. He's running wild. And then breaks down into a four-way. And, of course, Jey Uso throws the big super kick, and he accidentally super kicks Kevin. Kevin eats the coup de gras. He gets pinned. He's furious. He shakes his head at Jey. He heads to the back. And after commercial, Jay's trying to apologize, and Kevin's screaming at him. says, I don't want to hear it. Why don't you go in the Judgment Day locker room, find your new bloodline, get out of here. And he storms off. Why don't you dye your hair purple? Which actually he did. He had, he had, he had blue there in the back. Couldn't help but notice. Then we have uh, Miz and Akira Tozawa. Absolutely, preposterously laughable. Uh, Miz has to play, like, tough guy. Tough guy bully bullying Akira Tozawa mean face you know it was it was like I, no I've seen you try you got to watch it for the absolute hilarity of this one but of course Miz won they're <laughs> setting up the match with Miz and LA Knight hanging him hanging over the rope screaming at the hard cam like he's a badass it was yeah that was something man Lenny won't give up here Lenny Vince isn't running it he's calling in ideas <laughs> I mean every week dude like, is this going to be, you know, five years from now, you're trying to change history? Then we have Byron with Raquel. 
Now, this was a Vince segment. I mean, this was total WWE speak. I mean, actually, anybody in TKO could have written this from what we learned today. It was just like one nickname after another, one smile after another. It sucked. You should you should actually AI that one. Then Shayna Baszler did a promo, and she said, you know, Joey, uh, Zoe surprised me last week. <laughs> Zoe Soprano? So Chelsea walks up, and she says, Sweet you know, my partner's name. still not medically cleared, so how about you be my partner? And Shayna says, I don't want to be a partner, and I'll beat your ass. So they agreed to a match, and then uh, it turns out Piper is back. She's uh, She was sick last week. Now she's back and ready to go, so she took her belt back. Then we had a great segment. Gunther comes out for his celebration, and he's doing this speech about how great he is and all these former champions are terrible, and he's running out of competition. And he is interrupted by Chad Gable. Oh, yeah, yeah, Vince is running it, but now Chad Gable's the guy who's going to beat Gunther. Yeah. He's not Shorty G anymore. He's Chad Gable. This was absolutely not a Vince McMahon segment. This was the exact opposite, in fact. So Chad Gable comes out, and he says, Last week, you know, I gave you a run for your money. I'm the closest anyone's ever come to beating you, Gunther. And you know what? I saw in your face that you knew no one's ever come close to beating you. But I also saw the look in my family's face. My daughter, tears pouring down her face. Tears that you caused. But you know what, Gunther? You wouldn't understand. You've got to be a father or a mother to understand that. But you have lit a, you've lit a fire under me, and I beat you once, and I will beat you again. And Chad Gable, who used to be Shorty G, but now he's a legitimate professional wrestler and a killer at that, he says, I swear to God I'm winning that championship. And I swear to God, my daughter is walking out with a smile on her face. Now, if in fact you have been watching WWE of late since Triple H took over, mark my words, Lenny, you want to make a bet? Chad Gable's beating Gunther for the title. I'll make that bet with you. Now, you don't think he's going to win? No, and I'll tell you why. All right, I think it's tell a me why. Hand. I think it's a sleight of hand. You can get out of it by having... And I'm not trying to say get out of it, but I saw... As that was happening with Chad Gable getting the victory with the ankle lock on Giovanni Vinci, who had Gunther locked in the stretch? Tommaso Ciampa. Again, if you're going with the Vince thing, you know Vince is probably not the biggest fan of Tommaso Ciampa, but Triple H is. Tommaso Ciampa and Gunther, I, I think, would be... Oh, man. Lenny's run me off the chat. i got to shut it down. <laughs> okay. No more be... chat today. I'm done. <laughs> to me, that would be the direction that you go. You have them injure chat so he can't be called a liar and, and fail in front of his kids and his God because he swore he was going to win that title. I think you do something to take him out of it, and then that slides in Gunther. All, again, I would really, and I don't know where they're going with Vinci in, in this group. I know they tried Vinci on his own in NXT, and then they cut it off when they brought everybody up to the main roster. But boy, would I love to see tag teams here. I really would. Well, I'm telling you, Chad's beating this guy for the belt now that he's broken Honky's record. Now, okay, does that mean Otis gets the girl and then turns on Chad? Because He's already that... got the girl. But does he turn on Chad now? Nah, that's too early. Okay. Too early. Then we had a brawl breaking out, and this led to a uh, the run-in by Ciampa setting up a six-man for later. Drew and Woods had a meeting earlier in the day. This was actually a great meeting. So Woods says, you know, Drew, what were you talking trash to Kofi for last week? And Drew said, well, if Kofi has a problem with me talking trash, he should man up and talk to me himself. And he starts to walk away, and Woods grabs him. 
He says, don't you turn your back on me. He says, I think the problem is that you're jealous of Kofi. He won the WWE title, he says, at WrestleMania in front of 82,000 screaming fans. <laughs> and you had the biggest moment of your career in an empty performance center, and it keeps you up at night. Damn. And Drew says, listen, I know you want to fight, but I don't want to hurt you. And Woods is like, oh, yeah? And so Drew says, well, if you're so anxious to get beat up, you got it tonight. And this time it's not going to be an accident. We had Drew McIntyre and Xavier. They had a very good match. Xavier Woods, you know, he's a good he's a good singles worker, but they never use him in that role, well, except to be a jobber. And, uh, you know, Drew looked good and lots of near falls. Xavier's like, he's hitting the ropes. Boom, duck, boom, duck, bam! He got hit with the Claymore. This was the most beautiful Claymore you ever seen. Killed him. Pinned him. And that was the end of Xavier Woods. Cody came out for a promo. Wants to talk about Jey Uso, but out comes Dominic and JD. And Dominic's talking about how happy he is. Thank God you brought Jey Uso to Raw, he says to Cody. He's going to join the Judgment Day. So they get in an argument. Cody punches him. JD McDonough jumps Cody. They're double-teaming him. Cody makes his own comeback. Hits Dom with the cutter. Goes to, uh, or JD hits the ring. Cody hits him with the crossroads. Dom gets up. Cody hits him with the crossroads as well. He beats up both men by himself. So I think next week it's probably going to be Cody and uh, JD, be my guess. Then McIntyre runs into Jay backstage. Drew says, uh, I just want to look you in the eye and tell you I don't trust you one bit. And Jay goes, that's cool. And Drew says, no, that's not cool. I don't think you can stand on your own two feet. Judgment Day probably sounds pretty good to you right now, doesn't it? And Jay says, if you don't like me, why don't you step up next week? And Drew says, you're on. Chelsea and Shayna Baszler... Shayna squashed her. Piper hits the ring, goes after Shayna. Zoe makes the save. And so uh, I think that probably we're going to see Shayna and Zoe winning those tag titles like at any moment now. Please. Yeah. This gimmick, this this Chelsea gimmick sucks. <laughs> so bad, so bad I'll make you sick. Make you cough, make you choke on it. That's how bad this I was giving you the is. office and you just sat there. No, I, I, I took it. Then we had uh, another Nakamura promo. These Nakamura promos in Japanese are the greatest. He says, Seth can't be proud to be champion. I stood tall over his broken body. And this Seth, he's a liar. He's a manipulator. He's spent his career stabbing people in the back. He has no honor. I will strip him of that title. When I feel like it! I was like, ah, it's going so great. Now it sucks. So Seth comes out, he's dancing like an idiot, he's got a stupid outfit on, he's got his dumb glasses. He literally cuts a promo saying, you know, I used to try to please the fans, but it didn't work. So now I found out what I could do to get the fans to like me. I'm just being me. And he's got these sunglasses and this, it's just, it's so, I, I just, it's go away heat for me. And by the way, you know, I, I know friends of Seth, and they're like, what is this stupid gimmick? This is not him. But in storyline, it's actually him. You know, he sits at home with those glasses on, and he goes to the grocery store in that, that stupid fur coat that's green. And anyway, he calls out Shinsuke. They cut to Shinsuke backstage. He's killing Ricochet. And he goes, I thought you weren't medically cleared, so I killed someone else tonight. I will take your title, but not tonight. And Seth, who's the champion, is so sad that the challenger won't accept his challenge for a championship match. 
I'm like, okay, can we get this over with? Because this is stupid. I cannot wait till Nakamura starts insulting the bears in Japanese. We have Alpha Academy versus Champa and Champa versus Imperium. And uh, good match. And the last few minutes were great. With uh, It's finally Gable and and uh, Gunther in there together. They're awesome. And then everybody ends up uh, outside except for Vinci and Gable. Gable puts him in the ankle lock. Gunther tries to slide in to make the save. But Champa puts him in his, uh, his whatever his finish is called. And uh, Gunther has to sit there and watch as this idiot Vinci taps out. They lose the match, and he's furious. We had Tiffany and Becky backstage for a contract signing, and they actually both were great. I thought Tiffany did a great job. Becky did a great job. They signed, and away they go. And then the main event was uh, Rhea beating Raquel. Match went too long. Fans didn't care. They didn't think Raquel had a chance. And then, as we'll get to after the break, the return of my whole Nia Jax. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295. 800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Do you use pesticides in your job? Specifically Roundup. Roundup, made by Monsanto, contains a chemical called glyphosate, which has been linked to cancer. If you've used Roundup and you have cancer, you may be entitled to a cash award. Over $10 billion has been set aside to pay users of Roundup who've been diagnosed with cancer. Time is almost running out to file your claim. So if you've been diagnosed with cancer and you've used Roundup, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And time to file is almost gone, so please call right now. 800-535-6078. 800-535-6078. That's 800-535-6078. Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So 
So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328 That's 800-293-0328 You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Again, the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. So Raquel is outside, and uh, she gives Rhea her finish on the apron, and Rhea ends up inside. The ref's checking on her. And out comes old Naya. And she lays out Raquel, throws her in the ring. Rhea hits the riptide, pins her. And then Naya attacks Rhea after the match, and she she pulls her into the corner. And uh, first, she just steps right on her belly. Like, not on her chest, but, like, right on her belly button, which totally looked like it sucked. And then she steps over her, and she gets on the uh, middle rope. So you do that Yokozuna splash, where you, like, uh, you know, you jump and you sit down on the person, and you kind of hold on to the ropes to make There's sure. There's an optical illusion with that. Not usually. this one. Not this one. Dude, she jumped off that rope, and she sat with all her weight right on Rhea's stomach. And her feet are out in front of her. Like, her center of gravity landed right on Rhea's stomach. I thought she killed her. And uh, then she slaps her in the face. Couple times. I was like, man, Rhea's back, brother. Or, mm. or uh, Nia. Nia is. Terrible. I don't know. Now Kyrie's going to be coming back? I don't know if she's going to be all Oh, God. God. There's a lot of people where, oh, people, there's got to be some ulterior motive for not liking Nia Jax. No, she sucks as a professional wrestler. She's not entertaining to me at all. Maybe I'll be wrong. I'll be, hey, it's not my company. They're going to put her if on If she TV. doesn't hurt anybody, that'll be an improvement. Yeah, I just, I don't know. It's frustrating because I was bullish on her in NXT, and hopefully, I was hoping she would get better. It never ended up happening. Then you had the line of injuries and all that stuff, and it's just... Not a fan. We're out of here tonight. Brian and Vinny's show. Because it is an off week for NWA TNA, we are reviewing Thunder Episode 1. Don't miss it. Only for subscribers. WrestlingObserver.com. Talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live.